What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Brothers from Another Mother where we talk about the trials and tribulations in everyday entrepreneurship. For those who don't know me, my name is Alex Maldonado. And I'm Renee Atkinson. And today's a special day, my friends. We have a guest in the house, Lucini Donzo. What's going on, man? Man, I'm doing great, man. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I just like to thank you guys for having me here. Um, I like to thank Renee. Um, it just shows that um, certain qualities, when and certain habits, when you when you do, you're gonna meet like-minded people. You know, I met Renee just waking up 3:30 in the morning, going to the gym, and you know that's how I met him. And here I am, you know, uh, so thank you guys for having me here. I appreciate you guys. Now, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. So they say, uh, I always like to start with a little quote, and they say, happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. So I'm going to say it one more time. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. Nice. There's that's alignment. Good. Yeah, there's alignment. Good. So, hey guys, um, what do you think about all these New Year resolutions? Where do you think <laughs> people are? Man, if, if you're talking about the gym resolutions, man, those people are gone. You, the first, the first week, week and a half, it was full, it was packed. Mm. Even getting there early in the morning, man, it was full. And uh, here we are, you know, 23, 25 days in, and they're gone. They're gone, huh? It's empty. So interesting, right? Lucini, you were talking about uh, your habits. It needs to go up a little bit. Mine needs to go up. Mm -hmm. go. All we hear is the echo in the background. Is that better? Is that a little better? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about habits, right? And you know, doing a little pregame talk, we were talking about how interesting or how important it is to have your, you know, your mindset, your skill set, and your habits aligned. And uh, it just so happens to be, I, I figured a good way to tap into that conversation would be. New Year's resolutions. Why do you think a lot of people give up? What What's wrong? And uh, is it just a false belief, this false narrative that they tell themselves that, you know, it's just a matter of getting started and it's not going to be hard after the second day, but it's that moment when they hit adversity, right? It's the second, the second day in, I'm sore, I'm already having all these uh, carb withdrawals and I want the chips, I want the chocolate, I want the donuts. Um, what is it, man? What do you think? So for me personally, I think uh, New Year resolution is crap right for me right because i realize how you beat the system is you create resolution within the year and you just continuously do it right um so i create my new year's resolution in um, october november hmm. and as the new year come along i just just continuously do it so i think a lot of people quit because they haven't figured out that the new year resolution is uh is, is a way for businesses to make money it's it's a it's a skill tactic right yeah. it's saying hey it's a new year um we have um gems that would say hey 99 dollars, you get your a partner you get the tax you know that's a way you like oh it's a new year tax money is coming right yeah so you got to kind of look at how the system is and the system is basically saying that well we can make a lot of money from january to august right and then we can figure out how to make um, about the same throughout the rest of the year. So I think people don't fit, people have not figured out that New Year's resolution is just all scam. Like actual, you actually telling yourself you're gonna do something doesn't start the new year, right? Because every day is a new day. Mm -hmm. Every day you have a new year. Every day you wake up, God bless you with a new day. So you saying, oh, this is a new year and I'm gonna do it, it's just all crap. So, but the moment people figure that out, Guess what? 
that's when they're gonna wake up and be like, oh, you know, I need to stop doing your resolution. And I need to start saying, hey, today I'm going to start hitting the gym and I would do it even if I'm tired, I'm sore. Because guess what? You're only sore for a certain amount of days or weeks because mm -hmm. your muscle get used to it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you are correct about the system. The system, they don't want us to be healthy. They don't want us to be united. They don't want us to be able to think for ourselves. Because what does that mean? Less money in their pocket. Pharmaceutical industry, they want us to be addicted to food. So the food industry wants us to eat more. You know, that's why they created the pyramid, uh, the food pyramid. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to have your, your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner. I forget the name of the, the guy who invented. He's a great marketer back in the... Sales tactics. Yeah, the guy that created breakfast, and he created all these different hash browns, the, the, the ultimate breakfast. Yeah. It was all to drive sales. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, so <clears throat> we always, we're always having this conversation about um, passion or motivation or being driven or being motivated. So a lot of people are constantly trying to get a dopamine hit by finding some sort of motivation, whether it's through, you know, the content they're consuming online or you know what's the next book that i'm going to read and do you think there's any wrong kind of motivation oh man i i so again right controversy i think motivation is crap right i, I and the reason why i say this because so uh 2016 i had a grandma seizure right and um i almost lost my life i was in a coma and you know to get out of that environment where i broke both of my shoulders it didn't take motivation it took consistency and persistency right i had the mindset that um you know what i didn't feel like going to therapy every day i, I my arms were in casket right it was how bad do i want this and the pain that i'm feeling is going to go away eventually right so i think people do not understand again that you know it's good to get motivated, right? We're gonna be motivated, we're human. But where people need to understand the fine line of motivation is followed by motivation is consistency, right? It's just to keep doing it um, even if you, don't, if you don't feel like doing it. So there's a part of the brain, um, I, don't, I don't remember the exact, it's like the anterior um, part of our brain that David Goggins talk about is the more we do things we don't like, actually the better it is we challenges the things you know in life in yep. general right so as i went through that i realized that okay i don't necessarily need to like i don't need to come here to, to to sit down with you guys but hey i'm gonna do it right or i don't need to drink um you know something healthy but i'm going to do it because i understand that the more i do that the, the change is going to occur in my body and it's going to transform um me from who I am now currently to who the man that I want to be. So motivation to me is crap. I think people need to buy in that, hey, you know what? I'm going to read this book, but guess what? I'm going to apply the knowledge that I read in this book because applied knowledge is better than just knowing knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And think about, <clears throat> you know, think about reading a book. I think this is what separates the, the champions um, from the rest, right? You can go in there as a, with, with the mentality that I'm going to read this book 
and I'm going to try to extract all the information that I can from this book. Or the champion mindset understands, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to read this 400-page book, and there's going to be one sentence in this book that's going to change my life. You know, that, that the, the, the dividends, the, the, the multiples that I'm going to get from this one sentence are going to be immeasurable. 100%. But that's a champion mindset. You, only if you're a champion, you can look at life through that lens where you understand there might not be much that I'm going to get from this book. And that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. But that one sentence mm-hmm. in there is going to change my life. I know it. And yeah. you find it. And you find it. Yeah, but you got to stay driven. You have You to. can't stay motivated. You can't. Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, um, there's, there's several different ways that, that people are motivated. And, um, and, and it, it, the example that you gave is a good one, right? Where, where they'll, it's the new year and, and let's, let's get started. Um, but those are the same people that are saying, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start eating right on monday yeah bro but it's freaking tuesday right now mm-hmm. like what do you you're gonna wait till then like why don't you just start now you know there's no need to wait but uh, they're just not driven they're they're motivated and uh, they're like you know what I, let me give myself some time to to continue to eat like shit and uh, i'll take care of that on monday though but i'm gonna i'm gonna start on monday Those are the same people that start off on in january that are gone by january 12th january 15th yeah, mo- motivated people get ran over by driven people, man. You take their lunch real quick if you stay driven. And that, I speak for myself. I used to be a big motivator. Like, let me find the next hit. Because that's all that's happening when you're, when you're looking for motivation. It's, dopamine, it's a yeah. dopamine effect, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's just like when you eat, when you drink alcohol, um, when you gamble, when you watch porn. It's a dopamine hit. That's all you're after, but it's long gone. It's quick, you know, you get over it quick. So I, I had to change, I had to rewire my mind to understand, look, you're not gonna feel like it all the time. You're gonna be tired all the damn time. After 16, 17 hours of work, what is it gonna take? Drive, what's mm-hmm. your why? You gotta mm-hmm. stay driven, man. You gotta mm-hmm. stay driven. Yeah, um, I do wanna challenge what you said in terms of, and, and that's just me, right? I wanna change the viewer perspective. You said something about a book, reading uh, the entirety of a book, right? One of my mentors, have you guys ever heard of the grocery method, the grocery, the grocery method of reading? No. Okay, so the grocery method of reading is you buy a book, um, like the um, Patrick Bet David book, and you take, you look at the chapters in the book, and you only read the specific chapters that apply to you and that only get the knowledge that you're getting out of that book. Mm-hmm. So what that does is, I'm gonna make this relatable. When you go to the grocery store, do you go to every aisle? Not no. all the time. No. Not all the time, right? Right. You don't go, to, we, well, we don't go to the grocery, I don't go to the grocery store and go to every single aisle, right? I just go and get what I want. So what he said in that is, when you read a book, why do you read the entire of a book? Why don't you take the information? I'm not saying don't read the, the entire book, mm. but if you pers- uh, particularly bought you know, that book to gain a specific information, one, that's knowing what you want, right? And then second, if you take that information, that's now you identify like, okay, this is information I can apply. And then third, once you use the information, that's how you retain it. So I read books, but I always tell people, I use the grocery method to read books because I understand 
me reading a book like we all discussed it's it doesn't do me any good but me reading a book and actually taking that one sentence right and it can be one sentence in that chapter you selected i would now say oh man if i apply this boom bingo i figure out my system and how to work on that so that's that's something i want to tell uh i bought into that and i actually tried it i've read over 400 books in the last four years yeah. not entirely but i've gained a lot of information to be able to use in life business personal experience and all these spiritual and things like that what, what would you advise people to read in in the first place um because reading so reading is boring right but reading is beneficial i have to say reading is boring because people don't like to do the, the boring stuff nobody wants to do the boring stuff right um like watching youtube videos on you know you know creating businesses and all these different things is boring right but you got to ask yourself what am i getting out of this right mm -hmm. it's really understanding what you want when you know what you want out of the world the world is going to give you what you want mm -hmm. it's, you're going to get it right it's right. a law law of reciprocity in terms of you telling the world what you want so i think reading is beneficial i wouldn't be here i had to learn how to read in terms of reading residually every day to get certain information that I know maybe I might not get it today but in three months it will change my life mm. so reading is I mean we hear all the time which is cliche Oprah Winfield read all these books and all these but reading is actually one of the best way that you can learn from multi-millionaires and people that are better than you which mm. in reality they are let's be honest for literally free I subscribe to Amazon Kindle Unlimited which every books I get is most of them are free and I take the information and I put it in like a note and I, I, I you know feed my mind you know it's boring but guess what that boring stuff that nobody wants to do that's what gets me to where I want because when I'm talking to someone I'm not just talking I'm talking based on the knowledge that I've retained that I've applied from experience and all these things and I have something to offer so that's why I'll tell every single one of you that is listening as watching reading is one way to actually you know get your foot in the door when it comes to anyone period so Lucine um, I think I think the listeners would like to know you know a little bit about you um, we've we've talked about ourselves when we uh, when we first started um, but that way the listeners know a little bit about you can you tell us a little bit about your uh, your your backstory uh, so for me my name is Lucini Donzo I grew up in Morovia Liberia and uh, I came here as a refugee um, in 2004 I uh, grew up in Philly uh, and go Eagles baby <laughs> yeah yeah we lost <laughs> but um, That's all right yeah but um, I grew up in Philly and um, for me my life was challenging because uh, I grew up with no father, um, no mom. I, I was raised by my stepmom, my uncle. Um, at the age of you know, 13, 14, I was helping my mom take care of my brothers and sister. Um, and then I, my mom took, told me to go live with my uncle in Philadelphia. You know, I was mentally, physically, emotionally abused. At the age of 16, I tried to commit suicide. Um, and then at the age of 18, my uncle kicked me out of the house. Um, so I slept on the street, but I still went ahead. The day before I graduated high school, he kicked me out of his house um, because I didn't give him the ticket first. I gave my grandma the ticket first. 
I mean, most kids love their grandma more than their parents. I'm sorry to say, you know, <laughs> if you, you know, that's a fact. Yeah. So <laughs> he was mad that I love my grandma more than my uncle, but you know, that's just how the world is, you know. But um, he kicked me out. I slept on the street, and I had two decisions. Right. This is a driving point that I realized in my life. Um, I had a decision where I wanted to stay there and and say, you know what, I hate it. You know, I hate my life. I hate my dad not being my life. My mom not being my life. I'm gonna not. I'm not going to graduate, right? But then I realized something. I work hard in high school. No matter who you are, if you work hard, you deserve that acknowledgement, that diploma. So I told myself, I said, Lucinda, we work hard for four years. We're gonna go on that stage and receive our diploma. So I took my transpass. I, I I went. He threw all my stuff in the front porch. So I grabbed my small suits or whatever. I took it to my grandma. My grandma was crying. She was like, okay, I'm gonna take you to your high school graduation. And I grad I was sitting next to a few of my friends and I was crying in that in that in, in you know at my high school graduation. But I learned something in life. You deserve it. You deserve it if you work hard for it. Do not let anybody tell you you don't deserve anything. If you know you put in the work. Why are you letting somebody to tell you you shouldn't go and grab that piece of paper? You shouldn't get the acknowledgement when you know you've been working four or five years for something. I don't care how old you are. You, I learned that at a young age. And then fast forward, I joined the military. Um, I used to walk to school when I was in Virginia. And, you know, I worked as a security officer for years, joined the Army. And 2016, that's where another tragic happened. In my life, I had a grandma seizure. It came out of nowhere, never had seizure previously. Um, I was hospitalized, I was in coma for about a day and I broke my left shoulder, I dislocated my right shoulder and the doctor, everybody was uh, waiting to announce me dead. And while I was uh, in a coma, and you know, I'm not trying to scare you guys, but I will say this because I heavily believe in God, I felt like my spirit was watching everything um, was out of my body but watching and there was a there was a there was a there was something that was telling me like Lucini you got to fight right and this is this is you you have to fight for your life and eventually you know the following the evening I woke up and the first thing the doctor told me young man you were lucky to be alive and I was like how am I was I supposed to be dead or something he was like your heart stopped I'm like wow so 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 yeah what what is the what is the um, grandma Grandma seizure is yeah. one of the most deadly seizures that you can die having that. So Why does that happen? What happens? So that happened. Um, I'm not a doctor, but from what I was told, that happened to me because of all that. So I was in school. I was helping my mother with my brothers and sisters because I'm the oldest. I didn't have a father helping my mother's my mother with my brothers and sisters. I was working full time, going to school full time. RTC full time. So I was just juggling a lot. I didn't have the, it was heavy stress, heavy work, and you know, not having adequate time to eat, sleep, and drink water, you know, um, and also I was drinking, <laughs> you know, so um, those things led me, you know, I was 24 years old, those things led me to have that grandma seizure where I dislocated my, uh, broke my left shoulder while I was sleeping. <laughs> So, so, so the the shock or yes. the, the, tension the tension in your bone and your muscles was so so much that it was able to break your yes. your bones. Wow. Yes. And when I broke it, I woke up. I didn't know I broke my shoulders. I told my best friend, "Hey, I'm not feeling well." And then they told me, "Like, hey, uh, let's take you to the hospital." Immediately, I was at the hospital, like less than an hour. 
I was fighting for my life. I had I dislocated the shoulder, and the only thing that stopped me from dying was to strap my neck. Because if they wouldn't have strapped my neck, I would have broken my neck. Wow. Um, so I look at that experience as one, it was God, man. You know, two, it just drove me to where there's nothing any human being on this planet can tell me that I personally cannot do that I that I wouldn't do. And then, you know, while I had that, a lot of people were saying, you're not going to commission, you're not going to get to where you want to go. I ended up defying odds, became the only Army mil military officer to commission after having a grandma seizure because I was just testing. I told Cadet Command, like, I will do whatever. I will get off the medication. I will do what you guys want me to do. Um, but the mindset that led me there was what we talked about previously. Um, it wasn't motivation. It wasn't. It was... I have a goal. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to go to physical therapy. I'm going to make it happen. I don't care how I feel. My arm hurts. I'm crying. I'm depressed. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you said I'm not going to commission. I will commission, right? And when I joined the military, I just realized I had an entrepreneur spirit. And there were so many people that didn't have that. And that's how I'm, you know, I got to where I'm at. And now, you know, I'm at a point where I'm leaving by the grace of God. <laughs> Nice. So you're yeah. so you're so you're done with the military. Um, you're an officer. What what rank? Captain. Captain. Yes, captain. Yeah, I'm done. I love the military for what it did for me. I thank God the military. All my schools are paid for for free. I'm getting my PhD paid for for free. But I think personally, um, I got to a point in my life where I, I grew the army, and the army was trying to put me in a box. And this is something that everybody got to watch out for. Your job, sometimes your job or your career path actually puts you in a box. And you have to have the mental understanding of like, hey, there are opportunities that I need to take advantage of, you know, and and making this money, making six figures, 108, I believe that's why I'm getting paid. It was pretty good. But guess what? I know I can do a lot more. I can meet you guys. Right. I can be able to connect with so many other people, learn from you guys. But if I, if I didn't have that mindset, we wouldn't have the conversation that we haven't. Yep. There's a lot of other people at the gym that we don't talk to, you know. Um, so, Do you consider yourself to be an underdog? 100%. I've always... Let me expand on that. All right. You, okay. So, my whole life... <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You, you don't... So, my whole life... I'm going to go real quick. Right. My whole life, I've been an underdog. And the reason why my whole life I've been an underdog... Because people have... Hold on real quick. All right. No, go for it. You sure? Yeah. That one's on All there. right, we okay. got this one. Uh, the reason why my whole life I've been an underdog and I'm very passionate about it, because my whole life people have always doubted me. My family member, you're not going to, you're going to be like your father, right? You're, you're going to be like your father. You're, you're going to have babies all over. Um, to this day, I'm not, I told myself, I'm not married. I'm not having children. Uh, you know, friends, uh, I don't believe you're going to commission or leaders. You're not a good officer. You're not this. You can't do this. Leaders, you're not going to be successful in the army as an entrepreneur. You know, my whole life, my whole life, and I say this very passionately, I've always had People doubt me. People tell me I wouldn't do stuff. People have told me, you know, you're going to be smoking weed. I don't smoke weed. You're going to be on the street selling drugs. Never done that. But I say this, right? People put their projection. They put their projection on you. Mm -hmm. But you have to identify who you are to the core. Mm -hmm. And at my core, I always say this. One of my, one of my favorite quote, your service to others 
it's the rent that you pay while you're living on earth is by Muhammad Ali. Mm. I said my service to others will be my rent in, in life because guess what? I would be me, but I would be me by doing what I love, by just giving people so much gems and giving people so much love because of all the suffering and all the things and setback that I've been, I'm not going to look at that setback. I'm going to turn all my trials and tribulation, I'm going to put it in the book. I'm going to put it in a speaking conference. I'm going to put it in uh, a one-day challenge. I'm going to put it in a five-day challenge. I'm going to run. I'm going to you know, incorporate it in my business. So I don't look at struggles or anything that people tell me. I look at it as like, all right, you think I'm not going to do it? Watch. I, I bet. You know? It's So yeah, 100%. Underdogs, man, I'm telling you, they destroy, they destroy whatever gets in their way. I consider myself to be an underdog. I, I that's why I asked you that question because, yeah, man, you take an underdog, and and you train them, and you work with him, you mentor him, you teach him how to lead, you know, you teach him how to work on himself, you teach him how to find himself. You're building a fucking killing machine, man. Nothing will get in their way. I'm telling you, nothing will get in their way. And I get chills as I'm saying it because, yeah, I didn't have anybody to tell me that, right? I had to figure that out on my own. And it took it. It took a lot of work. I didn't do the grocery method because <laughs> I had to learn how to speak, too. And I, I had to read, right? I had to read. I had to put in the reps. And uh, so I said, that was my mindset, man. I'm going to read this book completely understanding that two things are happening i'm developing my communication skills i can regurgitate things a little better i can i can put my my thoughts i can paint pictures a little better um but i'm also going to find something in there that's going to change my life um, it's it's going to grow it's going to help me grow and when you're growing man you help others right what what does jim Rohn say you can have everything you want mm -hmm. as long as you help enough people get what they want and i understood that I said, okay, I, I understand. So, with that being said, I got an interesting question here that I've, I've been pondering on for quite some time. And the question is, and it was asked, it was asked by, um, by actually my son. And um, they're interesting, man. Kids yeah, are very kids interesting. Kids ask the damnedest questions, man. The deepest questions. Like, so some, they're really good. Yeah, so he asked me, hey, dad. Um, is comparing yourself to others a good habit to develop? Mm. Wow. It's deep. And he's nine years old. He's nine years old. We read a lot, too. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's, that's become uh, uh, our... our uh, that's how we trade money. Mm. Pages equals... You know, a dollar, two dollars. Another, another Patrick bit David. Another Patrick bit David. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but so I'll answer first, and and this is what I told him. I said, look, man, um, I don't think comparing yourself is bad, but I think placing yourself image by comparing yourself that's bad. Mm. So if you compare yourself to, let's say. You're nine, right? So what, what can we talk about? Maybe, maybe the smartest kid in your class because he's very good at math and you aspire to be just as good. That's possible, right? Because that's a skill. You know, you can develop that skill. But let's say, you know, you grow up and you're a 
average size, let's say 5'9", uh, 150 pounds, and you're coming over here and telling me that uh, you're comparing yourself to an NFL quarterback, and you're placing your self-worth on that, that's unreasonable, and that could be dangerous. So I think comparison is good if you want to get better. I see you. You're well-spoken. You're well-dressed. I can tell you work out. You're fit. I'm like, man, I want to be like him. I want to develop those habits. Those are, those are good traits to have. I think as far going, going that far is healthy. But now when you're going to place your whole self-image on someone else's or comparing your whole self-image to someone else, that could be dangerous. And I would, invite, I would advise anybody to go that deep when we're comparing. No, I, I have nothing to say. I think it's a valid statement. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't judge your self-worth. Kids make you think, bro. Yeah, man, you can't judge your self-worth, um, you know, judging someone else or going off of somebody else, your perspective of somebody else. Yeah. Um, you, ju- you just might be at different, different points in your life. doesn't mean you can't aspire to be there, and that's, that would be a good thing, but, um, but judging your self-worth at the time um, you know, and saying, "Oh man, I'm I'm worthless because I'm not there." Well, what are you what are you doing to try to get there? You know, if you're just gonna be down on yourself from point A to point B, you're never gonna get to point B. So, I think, um, yeah, definitely, just being aware of where you're at and what your goal is. If your goal is to get there, you're good to go. Like freaking set your goal and 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 put some action to it and mm. get there. But. Um, but valuing yourself or having this perception of yourself now um, judging who you know comparing yourself to who that person is that, that won't work yeah. yeah yeah let's let's dive deeper into the question right let's so let's so you guys bring a good point but also what you want to tell your kid to is um, you want to look at opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. What opportunity that that kid that is good at math have that he doesn't have, right? Yep. Because that's a realistic opportunity, realistic way to approach it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that kid has extra tutors, and maybe your son don't have extra tutors, right? Or it can be vice versa. So I look at it as, yeah, comparison is wrong, but um, I look at it as, um, hey, you know what? I like Alex, right? But let's say Alex is. Uh, I'm just saying Alex is like a womanizer, right? Ever, but Alex is a good businessman. Like he knows business, right? So I tell people, take the good out of people. Draw the good out of people. One of my mentors, Eric Thomas, always say, you know, I don't have to like everything about you, but if you are great in something, mm-hmm. I will take something in you, period. You know, so in and in, in, in lure to what you're saying you know you compare yourself to other people it's just a thief you just you know you're robbing yourself mm-hmm. but you also have to be realistic with the opportunities these people have had or that kid has that you don't have mm-hmm. right so when i think about um a lot of my friends i joined um you know one of my mentor uh, seven figure entrepreneur group everyone are multimillionaires, right? And I got to a point where I was I was pissed because I was the only one. But the reason why I wasn't a multimillionaire because I had a full time job. I had I had to focus on the job. I had to and and making money people don't understand takes time. But ultimately it takes thinking. 
That's why the book is called Think and Grow Rich. You do not make money by working. You make money by thinking and putting out products, creating programs, creating curriculums. So these people had wives that they could think, wives helping them pay bills. I didn't have no wife, I don't have a wife. These people had support system. I don't have any parents or anybody supporting me. These people were living in uh, Dominican Republic of Brazil. Their cost of living is super cheap. And I'm over here in America spending four or $5,000 a month and they were spending two. <laughs> so how can I compare myself to them and how, why would I be mad? So is that part, understand one, draw what you can get out of someone. Two, do not compare yourself to people because you don't know the opportunities that they have and you don't. Realistically, you might not have the same opportunities that, it's like me, I tell my story to people all the time, grew up in a village, and which is one of the reasons I've made a huge success on Instagram and I make money. If you grew up in America, even you grew up in the hood, you can't, your story cannot compare to a kid that grew up in Africa, a kid that had used to walk with no shoes on. It's just, people will resonate more to that because like, man, his, wow, you know, but you, you grew up in America, you know, yeah, you grew up in the hood, but you still have opportunity. He didn't have any opportunity, right? So you got to look at um, perspective. You got to say, man, I give it to you, Lucini. Your story is more relatable compared to me where I just grew up in the hood, but I still lived in America and so forth. Another thing I would say too, um, I do talk a lot, but another thing I would say too, um, Des Bryant, I watched his interview and he said um, it, he he didn't have a father and, and, and like he didn't have a lot of opportunities um, growing up. And I was reading the comment section, people was like, well, you know, you're six five and you're two twenty, and you know, you're an NFL player. People don't understand that that man was never born being six five and two twenty. Right. He grew up in the hood. He grew up with no father. He he, he pe like give people credit. Yeah. You don't have to like everything about someone, right? But give him credit. He became an NFL player. He established certain businesses and he made millions. And he's like, oh well, these people, Cowboys, they ain't care about me. I'm I'm out, right? But to to be hating on him like, oh, you're big. You're naturally big and no he worked out he went to college right there are so many people that are good i'm one i was very good in soccer but i didn't have the support system i didn't have no support system to go and play keep playing at lock haven university so i say others to say take what you can out of people but also if somebody is more successful than you in something don't hate on them like understand that they struggled through and too and their struggle might not be where you and me we had to learn english we had to learn you know but we can take our struggle and guess what we can put our struggle together and we can relate to those who we can relate to and we can get them to buy into what we we're trying to convey mm -hmm. yeah and, and that's exactly what i told my son now a lot of the things obviously he he still doesn't understand like when i told him um hey True intelligence, right? And I told you as we were speaking pre-show, um, true intelligence is having the ability to access someone else's brain because there's so much information, man, that you can take from, I take a lot of information from Renee. I'm writing all my notes down, you know, because man, Lucini, you got a bright mindset, man, and, and that's something that delayed gratification, right? It's taken time for you to develop and putting in the reps and reading the books and forming yourself instead of, you know, sitting on the couch and having Cheeto dust on your fingertips while you, rub, you know, you rub your belly button, you know, um, 
we're choosing wisely right you choose yeah. wisely and um so yeah that's uh let's let's talk a little bit more about what you do because we continue you know talking about the products and um and what you sell these digital products so what exactly do you do so i teach i teach people how to start marketing and skill um their digital business to six figures right so where i come in is let's say you want to start a podcast right i would tell you all right well create 100 episodes and then in lure you creating 100 episodes i want you to have little nuggets create pdf ebooks where you give it away for free we all love free stuff right mm -hmm. right you give it away free and you build your email list that's one way you grow your business you build your email list in real life in a brick-and-mortar business you you build your email list by buying one get one free that's how you build your customer you know in real life but in business online you give it away for free after you give it away for free you're building your email list you create a product and service what we're talking about as far as business entrepreneurship leadership coaching services you know uh, courses and programs that you can offer people that already have you already have their email list right so let's say you you start a podcast you put on one at 100 episodes boom then you create a, a pdf or ebook on how people can change their perspective change their mind get into entrepreneurship start um their own gas business or something that you have done right anything you have accomplished that's a skill you don't need to go any farther anything you have accomplished that's a skill mm -hmm. so you can talk about that mm -hmm. you are an expert people will look, oh well I'm not. no you are an expert you've done it why are you why you think you got that's be, a mindset problem is what i'm telling exactly. you exactly oh i can't i can't do that no no I, I come from the hood you know i didn't grow up in the right place it's a mindset problem my 100%. friend you know what and that's something i wanted to touch on when he was talking about it um if you feel if you see that that deficiency that's something that you don't have that somebody else has focus on that and and figure out how do I do, what do I do to, to get that tutoring? Hey, you know what? There's local programs that offer it free. Hey, you know what? Let me get over there. Let me get on that. Um, you know, I grew up in, a, in, a, in the toughest area down in the valley. Um, I mean, this place is so, so rough that it's, it's got its own freaking Facebook page for shit that goes down there. And, um, and so it doesn't mean that you have to stay focused on that and you have to stay uh, in that in that in that mindset of well you know see what the see see how much uh, food stamps i can get or see how much i can i can you know uh get the government to give me this way or that way hey if you don't if, if you feel that other people have a better opportunity somewhere else figure out what you got to do to get that opportunity so um so yeah you, you were saying you know um these kids might have this this opportunity that opportunity well then figure out how to get to get a hold of of that opportunity that could be free and 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 um and apply yourself there uh focus yourself there and learn that now you have you you have you've you've shortened the gap between what they have and what you have and there's a lot of free things out there um because everybody's out to help each other um there's a lot of free programs out there that are there to help those uh those that's the outlook though you're saying there's a lot of free stuff out there mm -hmm. that's the outlook on how you view life everybody True. don't view life like that but go i just want to put that in perspective but you're right people don't look at it like that you're right you're yeah. right and that's and that's a perspective that needs to that needs to change within the person um if they want it it's there but they just gotta want it and you wanted it man you came from a place that was you know another country migrated here 
um, and then and then said this isn't this this isn't where I want to be I want to be even bigger and better than this and uh, and and that is a, a mental mental mindset that needs to that need that needs to be a, uh, it, it needs to infect everyone around you man because um, you know I I, I I came up a certain way um, you you might have had it tougher and and here we both I don't are. have it tougher I respect everyone's struggle I was telling my best friend about this do not compare your struggles because I'm, my auntie, right? She was saying, "Well, you know, because uh, I'm my new book. I'm writing about refugee, and she was like, well, you didn't live in a refugee camp. You just stayed there for like five days.' I'm like, okay, but I still lived on a refugee camp. Yeah. Don't take my story away. Don't yeah. try to put your perspective on me because if I experience it, I'm an expert. If I experience it, I can talk about it. Yeah. So you know, I don't my struggles. I tell people." It's not better than anyone's struggle. I just figure out how to turn my struggle into uh, money, yeah. turn my struggle into books, turn my struggle into passion, turn my struggle into like-minded people. So my struggle, it's not, and, and I will stop you, though, it's, it's not better than yours. I don't want to take away from what you've been through. Yeah. And, I, and don't ever take away from what I've been through because we all got to understand that whether we grew up in a two-parent home, we didn't grow up in a two-parent home, there are some kids that have two parents and they still felt lost. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and you have to acknowledge people's struggle. But go ahead. No, and I, I love what you just said right now. I saw a video recently um, where there was this this black gentleman and this black woman, and they're having this really deep conversation. Right. Well, in that conversation, it gets even even deeper, where this gentleman uh, brings up a, a fact that um, you know all these people are are, um, are going through things in life and. Um, you know, but they're but they're coming out ahead, and she says, "Yeah, but those are those are people that that had a father, a father figure at home," and he said, and she's like, "And and most of our black community doesn't," and he says, "Well, how do we blame the white person for that? You know, that's a that's a black man problem, that's a black woman problem. You know, if if nobody's telling that man to sleep around the way he is and be and be." Uh, irresponsible you yeah. know and uh, and i thought that was and she was shocked and i thought that was really deep and i don't think that that's just a black community thing that man you got that in in hispanic families you got that in white families it's but, a mindset problem i keep saying it it's, yeah it's a mindset issue yeah so um so anyways yeah man i i it just reminded me of, of that of that situation and i think um i think um a lot of times I've heard that before as well in, in black communities, you know, oh, well, uh, the men aren't around. Well, then you need to make a decision to not be with that man. You need to be, make a decision to not be irresponsible. Maybe um, have, have a child at an early age. Uh, you need to not, as a man, you need to be more responsible and say, hey, you know what? Like yourself, you know, um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not set yet. I'm not ready yet. I, I don't want to have children yet. When I've, when I've got everything established the way i want to have it established then I'll, I'll go ahead and find that lucky woman and and we'll raise a family but it, again it goes back to it's a mindset, mindset yeah it's a mindset yeah so we need, I, to, we need to set that mindset yeah how do we set what, what's your opinion on that how do you set that mindset as for like you know as part of a culture you know like how would you how would you say we would set that mindset you know well um there's a there's a saying that we I've mentioned before, um, and in Spanish it goes, "Dime con quién te juntas y te diré quién eres." 
in English it's it's tell me who you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are and um, if we start are picking our friends wisely then we can make better decisions and we'll start changing things but uh -huh. if you're if you're if you're being influenced by the wrong influence uh, by the wrong people then then you it's less likely that you're gonna go where okay. you want to go but, but that's and that's interesting um and, and it's a true statement and uh you know they say that you become the average of the five people you hang out with i, I get that but when you when you really want to really change your mind when you really want to rewire the way you think it's going to take a little bit more than just that yeah because we've been um wired a certain way 100 percent, because of the way where we come from right so the first thing you have to uh, accept is that okay um i i i call it or i say it i explain it by saying you cannot fix what's not broken so if i believe there's nothing wrong with me you can't fix it man you can't fix it so the first thing i'm going to speak for myself the first thing i had to do was be courageous enough and vulnerable enough to tear myself down into pieces down to the smallest piece and piece by piece i had to start rebuilding myself from my daily habits from the shit i was putting in my mouth whether it was food or it was alcohol um i had to start sending some oxygen to my brain by fucking walking um exercising at the gym um then i had to exercise my brain i, I hadn't picked up a book and i don't know how long you know i think the last time i picked up a book it was to um it was to i don't know probably sign a traffic ticket i don't know <laughs> um so i had to do that um and it takes a lot of courage man to change the mind it takes a lot of courage because especially where i come from you know i can only speak for myself um it's engraved in us that you know family is everything you know um you gotta hang around with your primos you gotta hang around with your brothers um or or even your school buddies you know you gotta hang out with your school buddies that's when the you know the average of the five people you hang out with comes mm -hmm. into play right the people you hang out with but you gotta understand when you're when you're about to go through that transition when you finally say okay i'm gonna be courageous enough to change my mind okay you gotta understand what comes with that and it's gonna be a lot of adversity which means people are gonna start telling you that why are you eating like that now now all of a sudden you think you're better than us why aren't you drinking with the homies on the weekend you know why are you not opening the door for your wife you know why are you now practicing self-love all those fucking naysayers they're gonna try to i call them the it's like craps in a bucket right they see that craps coming out they, they're gonna want to pull your ass down mm -hmm. and the moment people experience that that slight feeling of of pressure of 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 resistance they give up they give up so they're never they're never able to change their mind because they never get to that point where they understand i'm committed I've made a decision and I'm going to pull through. I'm going to pull and it's going to take what I've got now and some way more, way more than, than what I've been putting in. So if you ask me what it takes, 
man it takes a lot of courage it takes it takes you developing the daily habits it takes you understanding the simple concept of suppression and suppression is wrapped in love people are going to tell you they love you and they don't want to see you fail that's why you should just come back to your old self and you have to embrace change man because the only and i say this over and over again the only people the only humans that like change are babies and that's when they have a fucking wet diaper they want to be changed aside from that people do not want to change and it's because of all the adversity that we're going to face every time we try to change so that's my thought on change and developing the mindset i think i think though that it that it helps um when when they have when they have a a person that they look up to um because i think that that if they don't have that positive role model mm -hmm. then it it makes it very difficult they need to want the change and they need to find I mean, we do it as we do it as adults, as successful adults, mm -hmm. uh, where we still have our mentor and our mentor, and so forth. You know. Um, so I I think that if if they want to start somewhere, I think starting is right there. Is 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 realizing that you don't want to be in the position you're in, and you need to find that one role model that you look up to, and and just get as much advice as you can from that that one role model and and go from there but yeah nah you guys are right but i'm a, i'm I, I wrote down the the quote alex said the only people that want to change are baby in their wet diapers that's deep yeah. that's that's deep man um that's that's so deep i'm a deep person <laughs> but that's deep bro and the reason is because you don't understand like a lot of things to to go about what renee you know you was talking about you know like that change you know i for me i'll say how i change is i had god bless me with people that are better than me and i was humble to know that i wasn't that good you know and then also you know what you said i realized that i had to have the courage to leave philadelphia yeah i left philly so because of courage and me seeing people that are better than me by yeah. reading the book the magic of thinking big by david swartz i didn't know who david swartz was or if i'm even saying his name correctly but i love that man <laughs> that man changed my life yeah. that book changed my life and when i read that book and i had the courage to leave philadelphia and i realized that you know what this guy has something like he's telling me to think big no matter what i'm going through just think big and my whole life i'll say this i've always think big i've tell i've told people even when i graduated college i've said this i, I am going to be a multi-millionaire people constantly laugh at me you know i've always been oh my god you always want to be a millionaire but when i become one you know they're gonna be like oh man you know i'm gonna post that video and say i told you i was gonna be a millionaire no, I what, knew they're gonna, it. what they're gonna say is hey um help me out how can i get there exactly how can i do it you know what do i need to do hey do you need somebody to help you out exactly right yeah 100 percent true but they're not going to see from 2016 to 2024 and 25 yeah and you got to understand that question too 
when people ask that question, you know what they're really asking is, give me the secret sauce. Yeah. Mm. Fucker, you want the secret sauce? Come work with me. Pay me. Come put in the work. And then you'll realize, dude, there is no secret to this. It's like losing weight, right? You see it all the time where people, they see you fit. Hey, man, um, how, how did you do it? You know, I've, I've been trying for, for like a year. I've been coming. You see them all the time. You know, they're, they're consistently at the, at the gym. But there's no change. They're not changing, right? So they're looking for the secret sauce. Give me the secret mm-hmm. sauce because why does it have to take forever to get a six pack? Because there's value, man. Like things that are valuable take time. 100%. We're so about instant gratification. We got to understand the concept of delayed gratification. So most of the questions from the masses come from the feeling of I want it now, I want it quick. Because we've been wired that way. You want the lights That's on? That's what I was about to say. We've been wired that way. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You want the lights on? Turn them on. You want some water? Open the faucet. You know, you want to eat? Go get something from Uber That's, Eats. Yeah. And DoorDash. Don't even get me started on that. People get upset. They're watching at their app, on their app. Why is this? Why is my cheeseburger taking so long while he's eating a tub of ice cream and, and watching a series on Netflix and they're upset? because their food is taking five minutes longer. Why don't you get your ass up and go buy yourself a damn cheeseburger? Go go breathe some fucking fresh air, you know? But then, but then, then you see the people, those are the people that are getting on the comments on Instagram and, and saying, man, why you gotta be flexing like that? Why you gotta be talking about being a millionaire? Why you gotta be talking about buying that Lambo? What are you doing? Why you don't have it? Why are you not flexing what you work hard for, right? You know, and, and that's true, man. I, I think those who, I, I don't look at it as flex. I, if you work hard for it, I said this again. If you work hard for it, you post it. But delayed gratification is something I definitely love. Like, you see the car that I drive? I've been driving that car since my senior year in college, right? I had an opportunity to buy a, a, a Mercedes AMG drop top, 64 grand. Um, and I called one of my mentors. I said, hey, I made 50000 in my business uh, in 2021. And I was like, I'm about to put a down payment and get this car. He said, what are you doing? You made 50000 That's nothing. I said, come on, man. I grew up in poverty. I ain't, you know, I got a full-time job. He's like, okay, well, you know, why are you buying a car? Invest that money. You know, I, I listened. I invested that money, right? Then 2022, I made about eighty three. Uh, grand um, and towards the end of the year I made over six figures in my business and I was like okay hey I'm flying I'm flying I'm flying first classes right and I call my man I'm flying first class I'm about to fly a private jet why are you flying private jet like you're showing off and you're not even a multi-millionaire yet and he had to humble me you're making baby money and you want to do this he said let me tell you something and I learned the hard way you know when I when I was close to Dallas I spent ten twenty thousand dollars on girls and all these different things um i regret it now but it was something that i had to go through he he said you have to understand lucini you you are gonna make a lot of money and you have to understand people are not just gonna like you for who you are they're gonna like you for the money that you have and you spending money on them sometimes you have to have delayed gratification you stay driving that same car until you make millions of dollars you humble yourself i hate driving my car i tell people this i hate it I hate driving my Ford Fiesta, but you know what? Every time I, I drive my Ford Fiesta, it humbles me. Yeah, I can have the Dior and the LV on and, and the, and the three four thousand dollar watch, but 
But I go in that car, I'm humble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I, before I forget, I want to talk about humble. Um, <laughs> what is a good topic? Get ready for this. Yeah. What do you think about uh, that word, man? Do you think it's overused? Um, do you think people really understand what it means to be humble? Do you know what it means to be humble? For me, I know what it means to be humble because I, I experienced humble in real time uh, where my seizure humbled me because previously before I had my seizure, I was very arrogant. I was very arrogant, right? So I learned humbleness the hard way. But I think everyone needs to have something in their lives that humbles them. Uh, one of my mentors says he has in his living room, uh, no, in his bedroom with his wife, and his wife gets home all the time. They have a regular television. It's not a smart television. And she's like, babe, we are making millions of dollars. Why do we have? He's like, babe, we have a film room. But he keeps that in their room specifically to, to remind him. To remind him. He said, you have to have something in your life, something in your environment, something in your office, something that humbles you because you're going to get to a point where you're going to make so much money. And if you don't have that, we're human it's gonna get over our heads so i think everyone my me what humbles me is my car i can feel like i'm the best thing on earth but i drive that car and i gotta roll i gotta and i say this i gotta roll down my window <laughs> like it humbles me i'm like damn but you know this year i am going to live in um in a different country and i'm gonna stay a few months in a uh, few months in dubai and 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 i'm gonna travel to different places i wouldn't have been able to afford to do that if i, I didn't have that car that's paid off and and you know the car is twelve thousand dollars you know but i think like you said so many times having that delayed gratification man if you want the life if you want to live the life there are certain things that you have to have that humbles you and there's certain delay that you must have in your life so maybe i might not be that multi-millionaire driving the lambo and stuff but i would be that multi-millionaire driving a sixty-four thousand dollar car because that will humble me so let's look at humble and i agree with you to the extent that we should all have a humbling moment something that that's a fact but to think of yourself as having to be humble or to think of yourself uh, or using overusing that word is where um, I think we go wrong because we we often overlook the real definition of certain words so the definition of humble says having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance mm. probably never looked that up <laughs> <laughs> We just assume that world. We never actually define it, in, you know, read it in the dictionary. But yeah, yeah. So um, I've been big on that, man. Uh, lately, I've been I've been really big on understanding. And words have words words weigh, right? Like they have a true meaning. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest deficiencies that we have is our ability to communicate because we've lost respect for language and understanding the true meaning of words. We overuse them. You know, we overuse words without even understanding. And uh, it's so important. You know, it's so important that we, tr we, we make that a thing where we actually start. And, and I speak for myself. That's why I started, you know, because I would over often overuse words that the subconscious mind is so powerful, man. Like, very. We talk to ourselves all the time. And we think that we, what we talked to ourselves about a week ago, it's back there. 
it's in our subconscious mind mm-hmm. you know you keep telling yourself you're humble it, it come back bite you in the ass uh eventually you know because those are the kinds of things that you're telling yourself you consciously don't understand it but man our brain is powerful it is really powerful in this book that i'm reading right now called psycho cybernetics mm. um i've had to read that book this is the third time but i'm trying it with a different approach it's not the grocery reading method it's actually one where um i am listening to the audiobook and i'm also following along in the mm. with the physical book and i've retained so much more information uh from that book this book was written by a plastic surgeon um who couldn't understand why um two let's out of 10 patients um that would go into his practice uh eight would be fine all uh, and then two out of the 10 would often come back and say hey i look good like my nose looks better or my ears look better whatever they got done looks better but i still feel like shit like my insecurities are not gone like what's going on self-love self-love self-image um insecurities you name it right but then he starts explaining the power of words what are you telling yourself Mm. a man often adds his opinion to the fact and that's where we fuck up okay let me give you an example i think i saw you were in a crypto or yeah yeah i have some investments in crypto yeah let's say you were to lose your ass off tomorrow knock on wood it's not gonna happen just Mm -hmm. give me an example most of the time the average or or even the success most of the time humans in general will say man i la i lost my ass yesterday i must be a horrible entrepreneur well that's an opinion mm-hmm. the fact is you lost your ass the opinion is i must be a horrible entrepreneur so every time we add our opinion to the fact which we often do in everything that we do we just make the situation worse mm-hmm. because we don't pay attention to what we're saying. That's a 400-page book. That small sentence just reframed my Mindset. entire mind. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that because it's, it's how you speak to yourself, you know. Um, so I, I tell you guys this, when I had my seizure and everybody told me I wouldn't commission, I wrote 10 things on the wall, if I can remember. One of them was I'm going to commission. One of them I was going to graduate with a 3.0 GPA or higher. Another one was I was going to get out of physical therapy. And there's this man, and I always give people credit, man, Mr. Washington um, in RTC. He said, everything you want, just write it down, read it every day. Right, and to this day in my bedroom, I have stuff on my walls or stuff in my like my bed frame, and people, you know, would say, "Oh man, you know, why do you have these things?" Because the moment I wake up, I read it. You know, Lucini, you are you're a PhD holder, you're a multimillionaire, you know, you're a faithful husband. You're I speak all these life into me because, um, again, man, you don't I, I tell people this. You don't necessarily have to have something to feel like it's already accomplished. Yeah. You just got to speak it into existence. Everything I did, I have done. I've spoken it into existence, and that's the that's the reality of my life. So, 
you, you you know i agree with you man how you talk to yourself also how you talk to yourself sets a tone for how people talk to you mm-hmm. yep. you know um how people perceive you you know how you carry yourself how people perceive you all these things you know i work out not because i just want to look good i work out because i want to be around other people that work out mm-hmm. i personally don't invest in mentors that are fat i'm just being honest i don't there was a guy that was fat and i love him as an entrepreneur but I'm not spending ten ten thousand dollars on you, bro. I'm not doing it. I invested in somebody else that you know, like Andy Elliott, right? And I'm sorry to say this, but it's I like I, I have to see myself in you. Six man. pack or you're fired. Yeah, that, exactly, right? <laughs> Everybody in my organization have a six pack. If you don't have fired. a six pack, you're fired. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the mindset that I'm on, and I'm that's who I am. We, but we have. If I'm on that, why do I think other people are not on that? So I have to understand when people don't invest in me, it's because they don't see certain relatable traits in me that's in them. And that's okay. And and that's okay, right? Yeah. That's okay. I'm pretty sure there are some people that hate Andy Elliott for saying, if you don't have a six pack, he thinks he's better than everybody. While, while he's like needing a triple meat cheeseburger, you know? Exactly. Like, hey, you man. know, they talk about his pants all the time. He's tight, wet tights. And Bro, the guy is doing what he loves. He's making money. Who yeah. cares? He, this is what he says about that. He's like, oh, you're always talking about my pants being too tight. What about your bank account? That motherfucker be looking tight, too. Exactly. He's talking about my shorts being too short. What about you coming up short on your wife every single time when you promise her something and you don't come through? See? Damn. See? That's See? the truth, man. Yeah. That's See? the truth. That is the truth. And people don't like to hear the truth. And he talks about that. People don't like to hear the truth, right? Exactly. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. It's come out of style. You know, talking, saying the truth is out of style. And that's one thing here uh, on the B-Fan podcast that we said, man, truth. We're talking about truth. Yeah. Man. We need to bring that back in style. Yeah. So. I, I told my best friend um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago when I had the conference in D.C., I told him, I said, bro, you're not fat no more. And he's like, damn, bro, that made me feel good. I said, you know, I'm going to tell you if you're fat. <laughs> but it's the truth and I tell him all the time he's Loving fat lies, baby. you know what I mean and he gets mad I'm the only friend that tell him he's fat I said bro I love you but we, we want to be somebody in this world and I don't want to have a fat friend I'm sorry I don't I don't yeah. want to have a fat friend you know what the, you know what that's called <laughs> well, a fat best friend <laughs> you know what that's called what is that standards yeah I, I, got, I personally I don't yeah. I got standards yeah and we need to raise those motherfuckers we need to raise them because yeah. he taught me how to save better he he taught he's like bro you make a lot of money but you piss poor your money you you spend your money on girls you do this you do that so how can you teach me to be better in terms of saving and investing you know and getting into crypto and stuff uh because he he put that on me and i work out i'm better than you in, in the characteristic i'm better at and i'm not gonna put that on you i'm gonna hold my tongue because you know i don't want to hurt your feelings bro i don't care if i hurt your feelings you didn't care when you said bro how you spend ten thousand dollars at the club <laughs> you didn't care you said bro you were terrible you need to stop wasting you told me that that was honestly and I, and I felt bad that you told me that I was mad but guess what now I'm saving better now before I go buy a Dior Louis and stuff I make sure everything is good On the, I make sure I, I at least you know bought some uh, trade in the, in the stock market you know I, I um, you know make sure I, ha- I have long term tr- um, you know trading you know um, because you introduced those ideas so when I'm at the gym at 3.30 Bro, work out. Bro, you you burn don't burn that much calories than me. You need to eat better. You suck 
at eating better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And but that's the relationship we have. And I said we it's like I told him I was gonna be a millionaire in twenty uh two thousand twenty two. I didn't. I gave him five thousand dollars because we bet. And he was like, damn bro. I said, bro, I did not want to give you five thousand dollars. I did not want to give you five thousand dollars. You gotta make sure it hurts though. Yeah, it hurt because you remember that. It, exactly it hurt me to give you this five thousand dollars but my words means a lot i want when you tell me or i tell you something you're not just telling me like yeah man i'm gonna do it and then we don't it doesn't happen it's like oh then we're not gonna respect each other in that manner and we're not gonna hold each other to a certain standard right but sometimes like you know like you guys have been saying it has to hurt it has to hurt i get pissed off i'm like bro I gave that man five grand, but he gave me five grand too. But you know, yeah, he had a lot of money and he had more money than me, but it doesn't matter. It's the principle that matters. And it's the words that matters that you are speaking to your friend. And that's why, you know, I like uh, that part about Annie Elliott is, is, you know, it's like you got to tell people the reason why they're not telling you you're fat is because, you know, they're trying to sugarcoat it. No, you're fat. You're fat. Work out. <laughs> and what's wrong about that? You know, to me, that's not a true friend. If they can't tell you the truth. That's not a true friend, man. They're just, they want to see you die. Because if I know you're fat and I know your heart's overworking and you still call yourself or you're running multiple businesses, man, look, I'm going to tell you right now, running a business is hard. Okay. It requires a lot of, a lot, you, you're going to deal with a lot of pressure. Okay. Um, you're going to be, you're going to be challenged a lot. You're, there's a lot of weight to carry and, uh, and this doesn't stop. Being an entrepreneur is day in and day out, 365 days. Those people that say, I want to go work for myself because I want some time off, stay where you're at. Yeah. Stay where you're at. Yeah, you're not ready to be an entrepreneur. So You're not. So the thing is, um, if I know it's already hard enough to run a business, and I know that you're hurting yourself by not taking care of yourself, and I don't tell you anything, I don't love you. I don't care for you. I don't. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Bullshit. Bullshit. You're just lying to yourself. You, you don't have the courage to go tell him. You don't love him. You don't I, love him. Yes. I've had multiple very hard conversations with my older brother. Ones that ruffle feathers, and we probably don't talk for a few days. But when when it's all said and done, we realize, man, you were right. You know, you were right. But it's because I think I think people um, they they don't see it in the reality that it really is you know they're they're seeing it as a as a physical thing you know um where you're hurting my 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 mental state because just because i'm fat but if you were to tell them hey bro you're really freaking unhealthy because you're seeing them fat and you say hey man you're really freaking unhealthy now it's a different hurt now it's a well what the fuck you mean bro like what do you mean i'm not healthy? yeah bro you're freaking 100 pounds overweight man you're carrying a hundred pounds of fat on you it's making your heart work harder you're making your kidneys work harder it's making your liver work harder it's making everything work so much harder man like your life expectancy is going to be so much less it's not about you know how you're dressing or how you look on the outside man it's what you look like on the inside bro like that's what you need to fix so don't focus on the exterior like i'm not talking to you about hey you're fat i don't i don't want to you know i don't i don't like you as a friend because you're fat it's I don't like you as a friend because it makes me uncomfortable about how unhealthy you are, bro. Like, I want you to live longer. I want you to, your children to have you longer. I want your spouse to have you longer. I want you to succeed in that freaking business that you want. 
if you if you don't focus on 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 becoming healthier then you might not make it to that freaking end goal that you have yeah. you know but if but people don't see it that way it's they see it as a as you you, you know it's an exterior part then and and what you think your interior is freaking healthy no bro it's not yeah you can it's like you can put you can put uh the 20 inch rims and the sound system and the tvs and and all that in the in the car but you don't do anything to the engine Mm. <laughs> yeah tear down man. yeah yeah we gotta we gotta work on a uh on our interior man and and it goes back to mindset you know and the habits and the other skill set. skill set right yeah. um i for me when i think skill set i think money right um mindset and habits we gotta we gotta work on that because if we actually work on our mindset we're actually going to be you know going in the in the direction that we want to go and then the habits right that ha your habit um they said show me who you are and show me your habits i will dictate where you're gonna be right um for me i tell people man you know i don't a lot of the things that i do i live a boring life like i don't want to do it right but i always think in terms of what does what does money means to me money is freedom what do i want to why do i want to be free i want to be free because i want to control my own time right so if i don't want to control my own time what do i have to do i have to do the things that will allow me to control my own time what is that going to consist of my habits going to the gym waking up in the morning even though i don't want to wake up you know eating food you know taking out soda out of my diet drinking water just drinking you know uh orange juice uh, you know not eating too much food that sits in my stomach and make me feel tired right um running when i don't want to a lot of people think because i'm small i like running i hate running but i run i have to run you know keep my legs my my heart and all these things moving so all these things are essential so we our internal like our minds our brain right is our engine and if we do not continuously go and get a tune-up for us is reading books going to seminars investing in mentors buying these uh these individuals books and we don't do all these things we're not learning and 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 uh myron golden said he's a mentor of mine he said you have to the purpose of life is to keep learning and if the day you stop learning and the day you stop growing mm -hmm. it doesn't matter your age you know uh, uh, the, the young lady i'm dating and she always like man you're so wise you're say i said i'm wise because i'm surrounded by a lot of men that are better than me in certain areas i told you my business partner charles he's a family man i'm not a family i i date whoever i want i talk but that's not who i want to be so i'm surrounded by men that are better than me in certain areas and i'm humble enough to know that i'm not as good as they are so i need to take what they have and I need to learn from them. It's like I told you, my motivation for waking up 3.30 in the morning was just to wake up and just work out. But when he told me that, hey man, you know, I wanna help my wife, I wanna take the kids, and I adopted that quick. Now when people ask me, I tell them that. Now you might say, Lucini, well you don't have a wife, you don't have a family, but like you said, is you set in that precedence, so when you do, it's just easier. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? So as, as we bring this thing home, uh, Lucini, because it's, we can sit here man, and talk we for can. days. Yeah, we can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been I've been quiet today, man. I've just been giving Lucini yeah, his, me, his time. Me here. too. So I want I want to ask uh, a few last questions, and then uh, um, hopefully we can touch on on these subjects. They say um, uh, 
the quality of a man is determined by the quality of questions he can ask himself. And um, so I want to I want to dig into your to your minds a little bit more for all the you know young and and old entrepreneurs that are out there that might just be going uh, getting their business going. But um, if you could give them you know one two or or three pieces of advice when it comes to you know starting your business and and uh, embarking that entrepreneurship journey um what what would that advice look like um so I'll, i'll say three um so the first thing is you have to be um man i have so much all right okay rephrase that question because i want to give good ones um rephrase that question again so we're talking to the we're talking to the 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 startup yes okay, okay. We're, not, we're not talking to to the okay, guy start, okay yeah, startup we're, all right, we're all talking right. to the startup um or it's perfect yeah. but but here's the thing not when i say startup i don't mean the the one year entrepreneur i mean a not because you've been doing it for 20 years mean, means that you can't learn yeah yeah um, or, or that you become, you, there's a difference between doing and then actually having experience, right? Mm-hmm. You could be doing the same thing over and over again, but you're not learning much. Yeah. So, so that person, let's say that person, the, the 20 year veteran mm-hmm. also needs some guidance in how to get out of that rut. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that looks the same for mm-hmm. the guy, the, the two or three month, uh, the rookie, Mm-hmm. I think it looks the same because, yes, one's been doing it more time than the other, but the mindset hasn't changed, right? Yeah. So, so what what are some what are, what's some advice that you could give? So I'll say start, man. I say start. You'll figure out later. You know, um, um, always start. What, let's say, for example, I want to get into entrepreneurship, right? And I didn't know I would be doing digital product. I started with my book, right? And then as I started with my book, I I trans- moved to credit. And then I got into what I'm doing now. And then I'm going to get into speaking and having conferences and stuff. So I would tell people, if you're in a space where you have that business mindset, just start doing it. Because eventually when you start doing it, you're going to figure, you're going to get everything. Um, start now, figure out later. Yeah. Right. Don't try to figure everything out. It goes to that perfection. Right. Um, you know, Patrick, Bed David talk about, you know, there is no perfect. When you first scroll all the way down my Instagram and see how I was speaking, I was so scared. I was timid. You know, I didn't have the confidence. Um, I didn't do invest in myself. Toastmaster courses. I didn't invest in Eric Thomas, Tony Robbins, all these people, seminars and courses. I didn't do it because I need them to instill some level of confidence or I need to spend my money. Right. So that's the first thing I said. Uh, start now. Figure out later. Um, and then the the second thing I would tell um, the person is really have a mentor, you know, have a mentor, man, because um, it's, it's this thing called system, right? Save, if I can say it right, save yourself time and money. You will save yourself time and money by having a mentor, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's an acronym called, uh, that's called system, but the system method basically say save yourself time and money and how do you save yourself time and money is by having mentor this is not college right you don't have to sit four years in school and actually learn everything you can we're talking about real life you have real life experience that you can be able to teach someone and help expedite them you have if i want to start a gas station business i don't need to figure it out now 
I just need to have you on my team. I just need to know you and be friend with you, or I need to pay you, right? That's how you, um, that's how you, you actually get faster, get there quicker. And then the last thing I'll say, um, you know, like you gotta ask yourself, what does money means to you? We all wanna make money. Every single one, everybody wants to make money, right? But what does money means to you? Money to me means freedom, right? Okay, let's break that down, right? Money to me means freedom. So what do I need to be doing now to create that? What am I doing to create that? So I've always wanted to be free. So the car that I drive means nothing to me. The apartment, I stay in a one bedroom apartment making six figures, you know, made over 200 grand. That means nothing to me. I care about freedom. I care more about leaving the army and I got a six figure in my account. I'm taking care of myself. Business is making money. I'm chilling in Dubai and I'm making more money. That's what I care about. So although you care about having a Mercedes AMG or having the best car, that means nothing to me because money means freedom. So I'm doing what is going to allow me. So you got to ask yourself, I, I will say it again, you know, start now, figure out later. Yep. Buy into a system. Save yourself time and money be, by having a mentor, right? Because a mentor, I wouldn't be here, and I always, you know, Neo, um, um, AJ, um, you know, Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, Jer Jeremy Anderson, you know, Bradley, and some of those guys that I've invested over $100,000 of my own money in, I wouldn't be here and have the information. You know, you said something, you said, man, you're well artic articulated. That, that has nothing to do with my degree. <laughs> yeah, I have a communication degree, but it has nothing to do with my degree. It has everything to do with, I've been around multi-millionaires, mm -hmm. and they're not talking about, oh my God, you know, did you hear what was on SNL today? Or they're breaking down like, hey man, this is how I made 100,000 in a day. Damn, bro, you made a hundred grand in a day. Yeah, you know that, that's what, this is how you can make a million dollars in a year, or this is how I'm going to donate fifty thousand to a charity to get some tax back. <laughs> that, yep. That's the conversation they're having. They're not talking about hating on somebody or not hating or this person is fat this person is skinny they're not having that conversation so by putting myself in room and spending thousands of dollars at 300 uh 3000 you know um i think 3500 was the most expensive um I, I spent on a conference i got to suck some of these people mind set and see how they're 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 acting and the last thing i'll say everyone have a story learn how to turn your story into a profit Every one of them have a story. Um, you know, there's a guy, um, you know, I know him, Carter, Carter Cofield on, on Instagram. He does tax. He didn't have a father. He grew up in poverty. Dude left, he left um, America to go live in Brazil for three years to become a multimillionaire. He taught me that, hey, you want to be a millionaire quicker and faster? Leave the country if you don't have here. a family. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Right? You don't have a family. You don't have wife and kids. Go away. Mm-hmm. Because you can survive off three thousand dollars, you can survive off less than that. He he's staying. He's a he makes a million dollars in a day. He's staying in a condo in Colombia or Brazil for five grand. That's nothing to him. People think he has Lambos and stuff. He doesn't. He rents these cars because he has so much money. He can rent a Lambo for like a whole weekend for his event. So you and last last I would say don't buy into people what they show you on the surface. 
Never buy into what a man show you on the surface. Buy into the story of who he was and how he got there. Because most of the time we see on Instagram people driving Lambos, people in private jets, people are wearing Louis Dior and LV and you know Prada and all these different things, but they didn't see when one of my mentor he was a uh, uh, he did uh what is the business trash business for five years while his wife was supporting him. They lived off his wife's income. They see him buying his wife Lamborghini. And his wife is not even materialistic. He had to force her to buy it, right? <laughs> they see that, but they don't scroll all the way down. Another one of my mentors, Justin Owen, said, the reason why I keep, I never delete my old posts is because I want you to see my struggle. I want you to see when I never had where I do my eyebrows, when I look bummy, I had like a $200 suit, and I still held conferences because, but people don't pay attention to that they see him now in a two two thousand dollar suit you know five thousand dollar suit they see him now with um you know um uh uh, uh Bob, Bob Proctor when he was alive they see him with all these people now because he has the money to invest in those and be part of those guys uh, um, seminars they see him now but I took 30 minutes to an hour to scroll down on these guys Instagram and see when it looked rough not a nice haircut not driving private jet riding the car that i ride now they have two three cars so please man start now figure out later system save time and money by having a mentor and you know just understand that you know like a lot of these people that you see driving lambos and all this don't be so bored into that buy into the mindset that they have Eric Thomas, one of my favorite mentors, my favorite speaker, he said, take my mindset, take that, because I had the dog to get to this level. You, you understand? Like, I, you, you know, take that mindset because that's what is going to take you to get there. And I know you have your mindset, so I know you like, yeah, but it's the truth, bro. It's the truth. Mm -hmm. Take your mind. Take, take, he said, take my mindset, take my work ethic, take that. Because you can't have what I have if you ain't put in 25 years of work. But it's not convenient to do that. That's why people stay stuck. Yeah. And, 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 and bro, I, I say this, man. And I'll say for me, my success is one God. And I just work, man. I work. I don't care about... You, you mentioned you you mentioned uh you 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 not you said if you lose everything you put that bro i have a master's degree i can go get a job anywhere in the world mm -hmm. i have set my life up i tell people this set your life up where at your lowest point you can get hired do not make yourself where you don't have enough knowledge to where alice cannot give you an opportunity renee cannot give you an opportunity never ever do that the way people like why are you going to school for your phd because at the lowest i can make about two hundred thousand dollars if i don't become a multi-millionaire i don't do i you think i like school you think i want to go to school and, and sit there and read and no but i'm a man and i have to provide for a family it's not i want to i have to so i will do the things that i don't want to do to get to where i want to go period 
It's not about, oh, I want to do this because it feels good. No, it's about I will get the PhD because I will want the opportunity. I want Alice to give me the opportunity. I want Renee to give me the opportunity. I don't care what he, I'm black. I, I will speak the language. It doesn't matter. We look at our skin and we say, oh man, you know, because I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Bro, you, you are not going to judge me because I'm black. You are not, I, I refuse to be judged because I'm black because I will have the level of education. I will have the level of leadership i will have everything to check your box and the only reason you're not going to give me opportunity because you just don't like me but you gotta want it you gotta want exactly yeah and that's 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 how i carry myself i i don't i don't look at myself and say oh man you grew up in the village or you didn't have no shoes on you didn't have a mother you didn't have a father so you're not going to be a parent and you're not going to attract a woman that wants to have family you're not going to have a two-parent i never look at my misfortune i turn into a story and i make money off it Period. And I always would do that because we live in 2024. If you every setback that you have, it's something to make money off. And each time I'm going through tragedy, I always say, OK, well, time to put out a content about this time to make this relatable to Renee. So Renee can be like, damn, Donzo, man, I that touched me. Every setback is an opportunity to make money. Do not look at it as a setback. Look at it as an opportunity. All right. Perfect. We're going to talk about this, Renee. This is the podcast. This is what we going to talk about. Alex, oh, you know what? We, I, you, you know, uh, my auntie, I told you. Recently, my auntie said, well, you didn't grow up in a refugee camp. I just told you guys, don't take, what I learned from that is do not, don't take away from my story, auntie. Do not take away from my story. I lived in a refugee camp for five days. That's something I experienced. Why are you trying to take away from my story? Because you don't know how to turn your story into a product. Absolutely. Absolutely. People don't know. Man, communication, right? We, we come to it. Now, many people get upset or, or they start judging over their own insecurities. And there's there's not an easier way to say that, which is what the book, The Four Agreements, talks about. Mm. Don't take things personal, man. The reason you take things personal uh, is because those might be some of your own insecurities when somebody points them out. But if it doesn't make you feel the type of way, if somebody tells you, hey, you're fat, hey, uh, you don't have discipline, hey, um, you, you're, uh, you're, not, you're never on time, man, you're just talking about yourself. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to take anything personal. So um, the last thing I wanted to ask you about is uh, visualization. How, do, how important do you think visualization is? Man, bro, it's, it's very important. So, um, I visualize a lot of different things, but, um, you know, I also, there is a, there is a, I put on my, okay, I don't know how to retrieve it, but so visualization is very important to me. So I, I do it, I do it multiple ways, right? I write it. So there's this quote that I write, I said, by, by the, I'm turning to 32 this year. I don't know how I'm gonna figure out how to be a multimillionaire, but it's gonna happen this year. I don't I don't care. Remember I said start now, figure out later. Yep. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know what business I was going to. I, I, I put a vision, I put pictures, how much, you know, what business I wanted to do at the time was just write a book, right? Um so visualization is so important. But I, I challenge every one of you when you are when you are visualization visualizing, right? You know what you do? Mm -hmm. You visualize in your office. So meaning that, for example, the room that you spend the most in, right, is the room that you have 
your visualization stuff like for example right so like my office i have all my awards in army i have all my degrees right i have positive things quotes that mentors have told me people have told me right and i surround myself with that because what most people don't uh, realize is as you're seeing you know what most people you see all my awards this is my safe space like underneath over behind all these things are my safe space so when you visualize and you have it where in your wall you have what you want the car you want the money and all that thing people don't have a visualization area where they feel successful mm -hmm. and that's the missing piece that i have discovered that people don't follow through why are you not having the rewards that you've got why are you not having how much money you've made and turn it into a plaque and reward yourself for that why are you not creating that space every time i walk in and i sit down i'm the man i got the masters and the bachelor i got the books some of the books that i've read i got um my books that i've i've published I got words that said by the age of 32, you're going to be a multimillionaire. How are you going to be a multimillionaire? What service are you going to offer people, right? Because people talk about money, but they don't talk about what are you giving? You can't make money if you don't have nothing to offer, right? So I have that. I read that. I talk about what are some of the things that I need to do to become better. You talk about porn and masturbation. Take that out, right? So I'm honest with myself in that space. That's my visualization outside of visualization so visualization is not just important to me but it's important in my environment because your environment your personal environment i'm not talking about this environment outside this is an outside environment your personal safe space environment dictates who you are period mm -hmm. if you if i walk in there and i see all my words in the army i see everything my mentors the things people have said to me lucini man you're so powerful your speech is this you know i write these things down and i acknowledge that i'm like yo i'm the man but i don't say it in an arrogant way i say it because the man that i aspire to be is working in this area this is who I am. So visualize having a vision board is good. That's the first step. That's the baby step. Visualize and having uh, keywords and speeches at on your mirrors and things or a certain part of your room. That's the second step. But to put the icing on the cake, you make your office. You make your space. You make where you focus, you read, you create content or whatever. You put your accomplishment there was one of uh, somebody said if you walk into a room and you see your accomplishment you think you're not going to be motivated that's right you're going to be motivated because you know damn i like i know uh i i worked i got an award in 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 in, in um at fort hood because i donated over five thousand dollars as a lieutenant making sixty thousand why did i donate because i love people i love school i love to give back that means a lot to me they gave me a plaque. So when I see that, it tells me, Lucini, we got to donate again. We got to give out some money, man. We making money. All right. what, what is good at making money if you can't give people? So that's why it's so important to add the icing on the cake is to create a, an environment. Because you know what? Another thing I'll say, you know what? Most people create vision board. It's to get reassurance from you create vision board. I'm just making up. You create vision board to, for Renee to get reassurance. Oh, Renee will tell you that's good, bro. That's so good. Or Renee created a vision board and Alex would be like, oh man, Alex, uh, um, you know, that's so good or whatever the case may be. Who cares what if Alex says, 
you know, your vision board is good. Who cares about that? I don't care about that crap. I don't care if you think my vision board is, if it's good to me, if it's my safe space, my environment, what I want, I want the, the Corvette, I want this, I'm sticking there. Why? Because every day when I wake up, I go in that safe space, I see those accomplishments, I see those things, I know I work for, I know I gave $5,000 to this city of Killeen to get that award in the army, and I wasn't doing it to get a award, I didn't even know the army give you money for donating. I didn't know. I just, it was just out of the goodness of my heart because I was like, man, I finally made sixty thousand. It was a lot of money at the time. I was twenty four. I'm like, I mean, twenty six. I was like, oh, I'm good. Let me let me give let me bless some people because God bless me. That's why that's why I love visualization. That's steep, man. I think I think you know that that plays a big part in manifestation. You know, you got to visualize it. It's part of it. It's part of the secret. So um, so I think I think that's definitely a great place to start. It's visualizing, man. I was deep. Yeah, yeah. No, man. I, I, I'm heavy on that because, um, your environment dictate who you are. Like your, like people, when I talk about environment, people think I'm talking about environment outside. The outside can shape you, but if you always go outside and you deal with challenges, but you come in your safe space and you like you know everything that you're working towards is going to happen, the battle outside is means nothing bro it means nothing because it's just another challenge you can sit here so many people have told me we've seen you're never going to do this you're never going to be successful you're 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 this you're going to be like your dad you're going to have women all you're going to have all these kids and and i just read you're going to be a faithful husband i just read you're going to uh be a husband you're you're going to have you're going to be married and have who do you think is going to retain that you telling me or me telling myself you're telling yourself me telling myself bro yeah me telling myself because what you said, right, is the words you speak to yourself is what matters the most. Mm -hmm. But again, it's mindset, like he said. The words I speak to myself is what matters. Renee can tell me I would never make it. I'm going to stay driving that Ford Fiesta until I make it. I'm going to stay uh, um, speaking to myself, speaking life into myself until I make it. Because the word on the outside means nothing. If what he said can never penetrate my mind. It would never penetrate my heart and my body and my soul. Because what I tell myself is I'm a faithful husband. What I tell myself, I need to go through therapy to heal from not having a father, not having my parents in my life. I, You said broken pieces. That's something I had to realize I was broken. Because I was going down a road where I didn't love myself. I had to realize those things because I realized what you tell me would never penetrate what the world tell me, you're a black man and you you're you you going to fit the statistic of having baby mamas. I don't fit your statistic. Yeah. I would never fit your statistic because I would go to school because guess what? The army going, you going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. I would get every resource out of the military I can. I would take advantage of every opportunity in America and I would use my story because I understand that, hey, you know what? I came here as a refugee. All right, cool. I'm going to use my story to come up. It's part of who I am. And those things are going to make me better than whoever says I'm not going to be better because your words mean nothing to me. Because I told my colonel, uh, who is a boss, I said, sir, if you only knew my struggle, you will understand why every single thing people have told me have never transpired. Mm -hmm. Because why they tell me, I sit there and say, speak positive to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing I want every, I tell people, always understand it would never penetrate your mind if you tell yourself positive things. Always, nothing any human being can tell me would ever penetrate my mind if I don't believe it. 
if I speak life into myself. And that comes from visualizing too. That comes from having that, that safe environment, you know? And that comes also with investing in yourself. Like this is this is this is a, a hack too. If you want to get somewhere, you know, fast or you want to get somewhere, yes, you need to have a team, but you gotta realize that you need help. You need to invest in people that are better than you. Because you can't take yourself, stop like another thing I had to learn, stop trying to take yourself to the promised land, to your promised land, to Alex or Renee promised land by yourself. One gem I'm gonna drop on you, I, I tell I tell people, and you guys might have heard of it. Um, stop letting what you know stop you from what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Stop letting what you know stop you from what you don't know. Think about what you didn't know that have stopped you because you were afraid to invest in that person. You were afraid to be friend with him. Be friend with me. You see what I'm saying? Think about the opportunities that I I could have had or you could have because I never went to the gym. Or I never decided to talk to you. Think about that. Stop letting what you know, bro, stop you from what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the reason why we don't become successful is we let what we know. Oh, I know enough. Or no, I don't need to know this. Bro, no. As long as you're learning, right? Like Jim Rohn says, self-education is better than former education. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's powerful. Yep. 100%. And I'm just leaving that. 100%. Man, this is this is but yeah, amazing. Man. But you seen you've got a lot of great things to say, man. Um yeah. where can where can other people find you? Uh so you can find me on Instagram at uh Lucini Donzo. Um and then uh you can also contact me at info at lucinidonzo um dot com. Uh, those are the two places I'm mostly active on. You can email me there and you can follow me on uh follow me on Instagram or send me a DM. Good to go. Uh, yeah. So, um, one of the things that we that we try to get to um, is is realizing people's struggles. So, eventually, before you end up leaving the country, um, I'd love to have you back on, and I want to talk about um, what have been some of the struggles that you've that you've had along the way, along your entrepreneurial journey, and how you overcame those those uh, those tough times because a lot of times as entrepreneurs um we we hit that first that first uh, letdown and we can't get out or we decide i'm not ready for it or uh just discouraged because of that so um so we like to we like to talk about those tough times and how we overcame those tough times so that we can also inspire others to do the same thing yeah and, and what i would tell you guys man you guys have a phenomenal um you know platform here man and i would tell you this and everything i tell everybody and i tell myself this do a hundred episodes pour just pour pour keep pouring keep pouring you see we never see the greatness of what we're doing until we start getting a lot of acknowledgement but what we don't understand as human being right before you get one person to acknowledge the greatness that you do you gotta have done it a hundred times or more or a thousand times that's what they have the ten thousand hours right mm -hmm. so i tell people before you quit anything in life anything in life just put your ten thousand hours in if you really if you're bought into what you're doing so you guys have an amazing platform Thanks. right and it's not just a platform, but you guys are talking about things that are relevant, 
And in this generation, we're no longer in the generation of school. This is also education. Keep doing this. Keep putting curriculums. Keep create you, you know newsletter. You know turn this into an actual business because I promise you, five ten years from now, you will look back and you will look at the first episode and you're gonna look at the thousand episode and you're gonna be like, damn man, like I look at Lucini Donzo in his. Uh, one bedroom apartment and you know sitting in the chair with no ring lights and nothing and I'm like man and now when I talk I got ring light I'm better I know how to communicate better you know my diction is improved but you would have never paid that Lucini Downs to come speak <laughs> but now people pay me to come speak right yeah. but I invested so look at what you guys have keep pouring Keep investing in new equipment, in new knowledge, in new skill set, in new everything. Because when you look now, you would say, well, oh, we have a platform. We can charge people to come speak on our platform and we can actually turn this into a business. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I love it, man. Uh, thank you guys again so much for inviting me. Um, I appreciate this and I'm blessed like I always say, I always tell God, thank you for the opportunities he present me. And I will always give God the glory because, like I tell you guys, man, I'm not here for me. I'm not here by myself. I'm here because, you know, it's part of my destiny and part of my purpose. Um, and I really appreciate the opportunities and the opportunities God has presented to me. And I know he will keep presenting to me and also presenting to you guys, you know. So, yeah. Amen, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, no doubt. Now, and thanks for coming out, uh, Lucini, man. It was a great conversation. Uh, I appreciate you for spending the most valuable piece of real estate that you own with us today, which is your time. Um, we highly appreciate that. And uh, I always like to finish also um, with a quote before I do that. Uh, guys, if you're not following us already, <laughs> make sure you do. Uh, we're on the tube. We are on Instagram at... Uh, official Alex Maldonado. We got uh, the official uh, BFAM is the Instagram. TikTok, the official or official Alex Maldonado on there as well. And then uh, the podcast is also the the official BFAM there on TikTok. You can find mine as well under official Renee Atkinson. And then you said uh, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is Lucini Donzo. Okay. Yeah, I just type in L U S E N E D O N Z O. Lucini Donzo. Perfect. All right, man. Well, uh, I'll close it off with this. They say that uh, the greatest mistake a man can make is to be afraid of making one. So don't be afraid to make mistakes, guys. Um, don't listen to the naysayers. Keep your backs against the wall and stay driven. With that being mm -hmm. said, catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace. Nah, the